All right, so we're having a Bitcoin pump. We are at 27,950. I'm going to show you why I don't believe this Bitcoin pump. I think it's just another fake pump like all the other pumps. But having said that, I do believe that Bitcoin's next move is going to be up. And I'm going to show you why the next move is going to be up, even though I don't believe this current pump. I repeat, I do not believe this current pump. Then later on in the show today, I want to talk about the war in the Middle East because a lot of really smart minds are starting to call this the beginning of something that could potentially be World War III. So then the latest one of them is Ray Dalio, who says he now believes there's a 50% chance of World War III erupting as the Israel-Hamas conflict spreads. And if this could be World War III, we should really talk about what World War III actually means and see if we actually are lining up towards some kind of potential escalation towards World War III. Then I have a very crazy update for you in the FTX case. So yeah, we've got to talk about this latest update in the FTX case. Let me tell you, it's absolutely, absolutely, absolutely ridiculous. And then lastly, I think we need to talk about the elephant in the room, which is why this is going to be my last show on Banter. Um, it's not clickbait. It's true. This is going to be my last show on this, sh on this channel. Um, and I'll let you know what my plans are and where you guys can catch me going forward. Tough times. Let's do this. A lot of people saying clickbait masters, not clickbait masters. This is my last show on banter. I'm going to tell you at the end of the show where, where I'm going, where you can catch me because I'm still going to be streaming. I'm just going to show you where I'm going to be streaming. Uh, I'm going to be streaming on a different channel. I'm going to show you what the channel is and, and you know what I'm going to explain the whole story to you guys. We'll do that at the very end of the show. Uh, up until now, um, before that, actually, let's go. Let's uh, if, you're, if you're not already subscribed to the channel, subscribe to this channel. Um, it's my last show here, so you better subscribe to the channel. Also, like this content. Let's see if we can get at least 1,500 likes um, before uh, for my very last show on this channel. Um, let's see if we can get up to at least 1,500 likes. It's become very competitive here. You see, the hosts have made a spreadsheet in, in, in banter. And in the spreadsheet, they're all challenging each other on how big, the, how many people are watching your show, how many likes did you get. So we now have to win this, okay? We have to win this. I see that Dylan got 663 comments and he got 574 likes. Kyle this morning got 699 likes. Pfft, we'll kill that. Um, and how many comments did he get? He got 384 comments. We'll kill that. I know you guys can do that. I know you guys can do that. I know you guys can do it. Let me know where you think I'm going. Let me know in the comments where you think I'm going and why this is actually my last show on banter. Um, otherwise, yeah, let's get into the alpha. There's a lot of alpha to discuss today. I want to talk to you about why I don't believe this Bitcoin pump. I want to talk to you about why I do think that the Bitcoin pump, is, that this Bitcoin price is going to go up. Um, and... Um, I want to talk to you about the FTX liquidators and what they're doing with some of their tokens. I want to talk to you about a crazy, crazy, crazy uh, request in the FTX case. And then we're going to officially launch Kyle's Whale School live on our show today. Uh, I created a Telegram group. If you're not in that Telegram group, what I suggest you do is go to my Twitter profile now and you will see that on my Twitter profile, I, here we go, let me, let's go here and I'll show you. I created a group here we go. I created a waiting list. That's the pin tweet. Join this Telegram group at the end of the show. I'm dropping the sign up link into this Telegram group. And you got a guaranteed 500 spaces for Kyle's free 
Well, school. No way. Hold on. The ETF has the ETF just been approved. No way. Has the Bitcoin guys? It looks like the, I'm hearing that the Bitcoin spot ETF has just been approved. Is that possible? Okay, the Bitcoin spot ETF has just been approved, guys. Can't believe it's live. The SEC just approves the Bitcoin iShares spot ETF, guys. Okay, what is Bitcoin doing with this news? What is Bitcoin doing with this? 28,360. That is crazy. Hold on. Have they only approved one Bitcoin spot ETF? Let's go into the Banter newsroom. By the way, you can get this Banter newsroom on Banter Bubbles. Um, let's have a look here. Okay, it looks like there's only one post, only one post about it. Researchers, if you can, just drop as much as you can into the uh, research group. Drop as, as much as you can into the research group. Let's see if we can get any information. But it looks like the SEC just approved a Bitcoin spot ETF. Holy shit. The day we've been waiting for, finally. I'm actually quite disappointed with the price action on Bitcoin. I thought this was going to really, really get Bitcoin over it. Um, I see that Bitcoin is now over the 200-week moving average. So we were, um, that's the 200-week moving average. We've been under the 200-week moving average for a long time. I'm expecting much more of a pump when it comes to this. I think 20, 28,500 is nothing. I think, should I open some leverage longs? Should we open some leverage longs? Whoa, yeah, this is, I mean, this is a good time to open leverage longs. Hold on a second, hold on a second. I don't know if I've got an account with, hold on. Where's my BitGet account? I've got the BitGet account. I've got the trading competition account. Hold on. Let's quickly get, let's quickly log in and see if we can open some leverage longs. Um, hold on a second. Okay, we need to open. I will open a long. I think we should just get the, get the show done. I don't have my, my 2FA here for my BitGet account. All right, so let's see if there's any more news around the Bitcoin spot ETF, which has just been approved. Uh, let me just refresh this. Let's have a look if there's any, is it just one ETF? It's crazy to think that there's only one ETF which is approved, right? Let's have a look. Okay, so that's banter bubbles. I'm now going into the newsroom. Remember, our, our researchers are working here and they're posting stuff in the newsroom. Yeah, it looks like it's only the one ETF which is actually approved. Let me just check with the researchers. Um, hold on and see if, there's, if there is any other news. This is, this is completely, completely breaking news. I mean, we, don't, we didn't know this was going to happen before the show, obviously. Um, it does. Oh, there we go. Bitcoin now going up to 29,000, 29,000. We could actually break the 31,000. I think, I think this is the beginning of a God candle on Bitcoin. I, think, I, think, I mean, if that's not already a God candle on Bitcoin, and that's probably what happened this morning. So what happened this morning is that we had a pump in Bitcoin. And probably what that pump was, was that people were anticipating the Bitcoin spot ETF to be approved. Why would they have been anticipating the Bitcoin spot ETF being approved because what happened on Friday was the SEC didn't appeal Grayscale's um, the, the, the they didn't uh, appeal the judge's decision in the Grayscale case and because they didn't appeal the judge's decision in the in the Grayscale case there was a lot of speculation we did a show on our other channel Banter Plus and we said there's a lot of speculation that the SEC hasn't done this because they know they're going to approve a Bitcoin spot ETF pretty soon and so there's no real reason for them to decline this ETF Josh tell Kellen we need a Bitcoin ETF spot ETF okay she's on it she's on it she's on it all right um Let's quickly look at the price again. This is all happening so quickly. 29,540. 29,540. 30,000. 30,000. Here we go. Bitcoin on Coinbase. 
$30,000. Bit, one Bitcoin will now cost you $30,000. And the pump continues. The pump continues. Here we go. You're watching this live. Uh, let's just have a look here. Let's just quickly just see that we're getting you guys all the information. We will continue with the rest of the show as well. Hold on a second. Let's just make sure we get it. Hold on. Okay. So let's go back to the banter research group and just see if there's anything coming out in the banter research group. See if there's anything, anything in, in the newsroom. I see that the whole market's up. Solana up 10.67%. Uh, Bitcoin Cash up 10.24%. So what's Solana on today? 24.22 on Solana. That's ahead of the Solana DevCon, which is about to happen. Um, Rollbit up 13.8%. Lowest PE token in the, in the, on, uh, uh, on the market at the moment. Stacks, which is a proxy for Bitcoin, uh, up to 55 cents, 10%. This is crazy. I want to see if there is any more news coming in here. Um, 10% daily candle. Uh, let's look at this. No, tell me this is not. Tell me the news isn't fake. Can't be fake. Come on. No, come on. That can't be fake. Hold on a second. Is this actually fake or is this real? Is this real? Uh, researchers, if you could get me the data as to whether this. Someone says the BlackRock spot ETF has also been approved. Where are our researchers? Where are our researchers? Let's see. Let's have a look here. Are, is the BlackRock spot ETF also approved? Let's have a look here. I mean, this could be, I mean, someone said this could be fake news. Breaking Bitcoin ETF approved. Yeah, Bitcoin spot ETF approved. So it looks like the Bitcoin spot ETF is actually approved. Yeah. Bitcoin is at 29,550. Um, all right, researchers, if you could post whatever you can. Um, as I said, I did think that there was something. I did a show over the weekend on Banter Plus, which is our new channel over here. And I did say at the show, at the show that I think that the reason why the SEC declined the, the um, didn't appeal the Grayscale ETF uh, decision is because they were actually going to approve Bitcoin ETFs very, very soon. And if they were going to approve Bitcoin ETFs very, very soon, what's the point of getting into a fight with Grayscale? Because they know they're actually going to lose it. Now, the I thought it could come this week because there were a whole lot of deadlines this week. And the SEC were actually engaging with all the ETF companies telling them to, to, um, to fix their filings. And so what we have now is we have, uh, I guess, the iShares ETF was the first one. There was a, a, a decision which was up until tomorrow. They had up until tomorrow, and it looks like they've approved it. Uh, let's see if the researchers are posting. So um, SEC approves the iShares Bitcoin spot ETF. I believe it is going to be a whole lot, a whole lot more uh, spot ETF approvals today. I think they're all going to be approved today. I don't believe that they're going to let one ETF be approved and not the others um, uh, to be approved. Now, again, this is a very, very, very big day, if it's true. And I, I'm, I, I'm almost certain that it, that it is true. It's a very, very big day because it's effectively the beginning of the re removal of institutional barriers to get into Bitcoin or to invest into, into Bitcoin. And when that happens, we can actually become a real asset class. Now, 
for those of you who didn't watch the weekend stream that we did on Banter Plus, we watched this interview with, with like, Kathy I Wood. really want to hit that $1 and, million dollar price prediction by 2030. <laughs> and uh, I have your your chart that I pulled up from Big Ideas. I'll probably put it up on the screen if you're watching this on video. The bear case is 258000 per Bitcoin. The base case, 682000 And the bull case, $1.48 million as your price target. Can you talk to me a little bit about how your team uh, reached this conclusion? Because folks out there, this again, is very important. So late, those are Kathy Wood's targets. shows that, I mean, the compounded growth rate every single year, they're very, very early. And this has a huge asymmetric potential. Yes. If you look at the little table on that page, uh, you'll see the building blocks and how conservative they are. Uh, I think now this is from memory and uh, sometimes I get one big ideas uh, and another uh, mixed up, but I think the institutional allocation to Bitcoin in the base case, uh, I know at one point we said two and a half percent, that may have gone down a little, but uh, if we're right, if we're right, that assumption alone, I have been in the markets for a long time. And as new asset classes evolve, uh, what institutions do in particular is they tiptoe in, they start with 1%. And, uh, and then they, uh, and then they migrate to two, uh, and then they migrate to five. So I think in this one, it's two so and that's what she says. She said, look, institutions, when they get into an asset class, first they go in with 1% of the assets, then they go in at 2% of the assets, then they go in with 5% of the assets. Now, the reason why they haven't been able to do that with crypto and specifically Bitcoin is because they haven't had an ETF. The only ETF that they could do was Bitto. And the difference between Bitto and a spot ETF is that Bitto always underperforms, a futures-based ETF will always underperform the spot ETF, which was the basis of Grayscale's entire argument. So now we have the institutional barriers for Bitcoin completely lifted. Um, let's just see if there's anything else in the newsroom. Let's just see if there's anything else in there, I guess. Okay, so we have... Yeah, it's, but there's a lot going on today in the newsroom, you can see. So um, the 200-week moving average is now, we've now breached it, but we still have to close. To close there, SEC approves iShares Bitcoin spot ETF. Bitcoin approving. Mm, I see. Okay, so I guess, every, I think right now it's only iShares. But I, I, I think by the end of the show, we will see that they're going to approve more than just iShares. And what happened this morning was actually quite interesting. Now I guess we know why the candle happened this morning. But the first thing that actually happened this morning was that we got this, we got a candle, we got a, a, a we got this green candle. And when we got this green candle over here, we got a, a closing of the, um, it's this candle over here, a closing of a whole lot of the shorts. So you can see the open interest actually went down when we got this green candle. What it basically means is that someone got the information ahead of time and they started to trade on the information ahead of time. And the reason why I knew that something was happening here, I'll show you what happened. The first thing is that as the price shot up in the Asia session, the buying was actually spot buying. So what happens is you had all the shorts liquidated but you had a whole lot of uh, um, uh, um, um, uh, spot buying. You could see that there was spot buying, a spot bid from Asia, 
And what you could see is you could see that the Coinbase premium, which is the premium that people pay for buying stuff on Coinbase, actually went up into, into the green, went up very, very, very green. And so we could see that there was something happening here on Bitcoin. Obviously, now we know exactly what it was. Um, Earlier on, I said it, I thought it was going to be something to do with, with the ETF decision. Uh, it, it, it landed up being exactly that. I said that if it wasn't exactly the ETF decision, which has which was going to do it, it could have been related to this bank run that we were, they, were, they were having in China. So this morning, well, this morning and on Friday, there actually was a bank run on one of the small banks in China. It's a very, very small bank in China. It's called the Bank of Kanzhou. And the reason why this bank is going down is because they were the bankers to Evergrande, one of the bankers to Evergrande. And Evergrande is defaulting on its debt. And what's happened is they um, people want their money out of this bank and it's causing a bank run. Now, we live in a crazy time that we have social media. And the problem is that as soon as people believe that there's going to be a bank run, and then you get people sending messages around different social media that exacerbates the bank run. And that's exactly what happened to, to this bank. And I thought that maybe one of the reasons why Bitcoin was pumping specifically in the Asia session was because of this bank run that was happening on a small bank in China. And even though it was just this one small bank in China, remember that the entire Chinese property sector is pr- pretty much insolvent, that um, many of these companies can't actually repay their debts and I think this is just the beginning. And so what we're getting is we're getting China doing a whole lot of stimulus. But those stimulus packages in China aren't really affecting the markets. They're not really pumping uh, the markets as much as we want. So, I mean, you know, the Chinese government has done a lot. They've, they've started um, a national team buying of shares, cutting the stamp duty, uh, major shareholders restricted, set, um, IPOs tightened, listing firms refinance restricted. They've done a whole lot of things just to get the Chinese economy running. But, but it, I mean, for us, that's good news because the more they stimulate the Chinese economy, the more liquidity there's going to be, the more liquidity there's going to be, the higher the chance, uh, the, the higher the, the, the chance of Bitcoin going, going up. Um, <clears throat> let's quickly just check on the ETFs again, because I know this is, again, this is, this is all very, very like happening right now. Very, very real. 28,500. I mean, we did get all the way up to 30,000. We actually pulled back. We're still above a 200 week moving average. Let's again, quickly just check the news group and see if there's anything happening. Someone says, I believe it's to be fake news. Oh, hold on a second. Something's good. Maybe, maybe this is a, maybe it was fake news. I mean, if the, if the. If the the analysts from Bloomberg, uh, if the analysts from Bloomberg, I mean, there's hold on, there's a lot of conflicting thoughts here. Still need more confirmations. Okay, this okay. So he says two sources actually saying this. Two two sources are actually saying that an I an I shares Bitcoin spot ETF is actually being approved. Reuters is reporting it. SEC approving the iShares Bitcoin spot ETF. This is via Benzinga and the actual headline in the terminal. I still want more confirmations, but this is the second source saying this. So look, I think if the ETF is approved and we do get, I think the SEC will approve all the ETFs today or in, in at least this week to level the playing field, to make it actually very, very, very fair. Um, we'll keep our eyes on it. Uh, let's have a look here. Let's, again, I'm watching the Banter News Group. Here on, uh, still need more conf. Ooh, someone says that the open interest has been nuked. Let's quickly go and look at the open interest. 
So you have, let's look at, whoa, look at that. As the price of Bitcoin went up, all these people who were short got absolutely nuked as the price of Bitcoin went up. See that? That's the wick. That's the, that's the one hour wick. That is uh, when the news came out. It went all the way up to 30,800 on the Binance Perpetuals. And that flushed out all the open interest. Look at the, look at the open interest chart, which is the uh, amount of people that have leverage. You flushed out one week worth of open interest. I guess, I guess the news is pretty much real now. Um, I mean, it is being reported by multiple sources. We will keep our eyes open on that. Uh, in the meantime, let's carry on. Let's talk about other reasons why potentially we got this pump on Bitcoin. And I think a lot of them have got to do with maybe this chart over here, which is, which is the gold chart. What we had on Friday was we had a big green candle up in gold, which is quite rare. So if you look at, at, at this over here, we had um, a, let's quickly look at that. We had a four, a three and a half percent move in the price of gold on Friday. And I think the reason why that happened has got something to do with the war and people starting to look for the safe haven because they believe that this war may escalate. And what I'm hearing from a lot of sources, and a lot of them very, very, very credible, is that a lot of people believe that this actually may be the beginning of World War III. Um, I'm, not, I'm not here to spread fear or to be a warmonger or whatever else, but what we're getting now is we're getting um, JP Morgan's CEO, Jamie Dimon, said that now may be the worst, the most dangerous time that the world has seen in decades. He's one of the people that said that. We had Ray Dalio, who came out and said that there is a 50% chance of World War III erupting as the Israel-Hamas conflict spreads. You also got um, uh, Paul Tudor-Jones, who came out about a week ago, and he said this. Well, I think Israel, obviously it's a, it's a huge tragedy, but you have to put it in a larger geopolitical context, which is we now have possibly three theaters Hold who on. are going to have geopolitical challenges. People are saying that BlackRock confirmed that it's fake. BlackRock has just confirmed to me that this is false. Their application is still under review. That is a tweet from Eleanor Terrett, I think it is. BlackRock has just confirmed to me that this is false. Their application is still under review. If this, I mean, this could be very, very, very big market manipulation, and it could be a ploy to destroy all these people that were short. Did you see? I mean, you notice what would, would have happened there. They would have spread, they would have paid Cointelegraph, they would have spread fake news, and they would have destroyed all of these, um, all of these shorts over here, if that is, is false. And it does actually feel like Bloomberg believed that Cointelegraph's here in the in the Banter newsroom, it says uh, fake news. Bitcoin believes that that um, the ACC has approved BlackRock's iShares spot ETF. It's fake news. Holy holy shit! Th that that is a, a massive, massive, massive case of market manipulation. Of course, they can get in trouble. They publish a fake headline, and they published a fake headline, and they liquidated all of these shorts over here. That fake. Headline liquidated all of these shorts. I cannot believe what's going on. I'm trying to run a normal show here, and 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 this and news is breaking. Um, researchers, all I can ask is if you can keep, please keep us updated with as much credible research as possible in the Banter newsroom uh, over here. In the Banter newsroom over here. So keep us keep us uh, well updated. Um, I do want to go back to to what we we're talking about, and that is a lot of people are talking about 
World War Three, and whether this could be the beginning of World War Three. And as I said, it's actually it, it is credible people. It's people like Paul Tudor Jones, JP JP Morgan's um, Jamie Dimon, um, Ray Dalio said there's a fifty percent chance of World War Three. And what you're starting to see now is you're starting to see the big players in the world actually start taking a side. So you've got the US very much on Israel's side. They've pledged uh, they've pledged their support to Israel, even though Donald Trump says, I mean, this is what Donald Trump says about World War III. And we have a corrupt, compromised president, crooked Joe Biden, who is dragging us into World War III. And that's what's happening on behalf of a nation that paid his family millions and millions of dollars in obvious bribes. All you have to do is take a look at how much China, how much Ukraine have paid the Biden family. It's a total disgrace and a very dangerous one. Under these circumstances, the notion that we would even consider admitting Ukraine into NATO at this time is completely... Right, so that's, that's what, what Trump says. You are seeing China starting to, to um, you can say, side with the Palestinians. They're saying China, the Palestinian, has a right to a state of its own. China is entering an active political struggle against the West. So China now positioning themselves opposite from the U.S. China sides with Hamas and calls for Israel to back down, saying Israel's actions have gone beyond self-defense. China's public position indicates that they are currently see the U.S. as extremely weak with Joe Biden as president. Four days ago, China sent a fighter jet to monitor and warn a U.S. Navy patrol aircraft that flew through the Taiwan Strait. They're actively setting up the stage for an invasion of Taiwan before Joe Biden is removed before 2024. Russia is, I guess you could say, probably siding with the Palestinian side. He's saying to say that the United States is preparing for war with Russia. Well, we are all preparing for war. We prepare because we, ha- we adhere to the ancient principle, if you want peace, prepare for war. However, we proceed from the fact that we want peace. That's what that's what uh, Putin says. Um, you've got Janet Yellen saying that the U.S. can actually afford a war. I don't know how she says that, but listen to what she can said. Can America, can the West afford another war at this time? I, I think the answer is absolutely. Um, America can certainly afford to stand with Israel and to support Israel's military needs. And we also can and must support Ukraine in its struggle. So, I mean, the U.S. has got multiple war fronts open. I don't know how they intend or how they believe they can support a war. When, If you look at their national debt, I mean, this is the U.S. national debt, almost $34 trillion. This went up by about $500 billion uh, last week. And they're coming out and they're saying, look, they can actually afford a war, which is strange because if interest rates go up, how are they going to repay their debt repayments when already they're paying $1 trillion to, to fund the war. Anyway, be that as it may, uh, Biden was supposed to go on a trip to Colorado. He's staying in Washington. And the reason why he's staying in Washington is because he's saying he's, he's there to follow, um, uh, uh, um, to, 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 to address security concerns. I wanted to play this clip from Ray Dalio around what's happening at the moment. I want you to hear the beginning and I want you to hear some parts at the end. So, Are we, in your judgment, in a moment in which the world order is going to change? Yes, we're changing the world order. Okay, in 1945, we started the new world order. What I mean is, over throughout history, there's a fight for control because there's no world court that you go to and plead your case. And so there's a fight for power. So there's a war. And then the winners come out of that war and the winners set the rules. And so 1945, the United States had 80 percent of the world's money. Gold was money at the time. It had half the world's GDP. It had a monopoly on military power. 
So the U.S. set the world order. That's why the United Nations is in New York. Washington, D.C. has the IMF and the World Bank. And its currency became the reserve currency. And its currency became the reserve currency because of that, that set of circumstances. Okay, things evolve. Things change. Okay, over history. So the three big... So Ray Dalio believes that, that what's going to happen is that the, the World War Three will be the world war that overthrows the United States, which kind of makes sense. If you look at the U.S.'s position. They've got a very weak leader right now. They've got a national debt that they really, really, really can't afford at the moment. And one of the things that he says, he says, when this happens, then their currency actually gets replaced. Things that are changing now that haven't occurred in our lifetime is the amount of debt and money creation, which affects the value of money. And you can see it affecting what's going on every day. Large debt means the printing of money. Right. The large debt puts, puts central bankers in a choice. Do you pay it back with hard money? Or do you pay it back with printed devalued money? And if you pay it back with hard money, it's hard. In other words, that's when you have debt crises. So in all cases, they eventually print money and that produces inflation, right? So that dynamics, the first- And that's the place we are at this moment. That's the place we are at this moment. Okay. And we'll talk about that- We'll drill down on that. In a minute. The second, the second is um, when there's a great internal conflict, usually when there's a large wealth and values gap, and at the same time as you have a financial problem, then you get populism, populism of the left and populism of the right. In other words, those who feel disenfranchised want people who are going to fight for them. They don't want compromisers. They want, don't want them to be in the middle because middle means that they're not fighting for them. They want them to have guts so that you have populists of the left and populists. Sounds and exactly like harden, what's happening at the moment. And their positions harden and there are no compromises. That's why we're potentially in a situation that you could see in one of these elections, maybe in 2024, that neither side would accept losing. Perhaps we see that. That's, you see, maybe you don't follow the rulings of the Supreme Court. Anyway, when, that's a serious question today. Serious. So these things have not happened in our lifetime, but they happen many times in history. Okay, now so listen to the last part. That, the last part is important. Patterns part. why the gaps became become greater and the positions harden, and you see the dynamics. So that's mm -hmm. the second, and the third is the rise of a great power to challenge the existing great power. In other words, I, I gave you the example of. The United States was so dominant right. in 1945. Now it's not as dominant. It is not dominant. In other words, China and the opposition is as strong as the United States. And it's so dominant. think about the opposition. Who is the opposition? The opposition is a combination of China, a combination of Russia. They have been working together. Um, there's BRICS, which is Brazil, uh, Russia, India, China, and they kind of all working away from the United States. We saw the BRICS conference at this time. And that's what Ray Dalio is talking about. And so we have a conflict and there are five kinds of wars and they start in this order, just sequentially, typically a trade war, a technology war. So a trade war, a technology war. Have we seen a trade war? We saw the trade war. We are seeing a technology war. One of the places where I think the war is actually being fought is blockchain technology, but many other technologies. And next one, political influence war. Then you get into a capital and economic warfare, which we are now with sanctions. They always happened in history. And then there's a military war. And so you could see that progression happen through time. And that creates a template. So I like to look at the template and then plot dots to see how we're transpiring relative to that template. So he's saying, look, we we've been through all the other wars. We've been through all the other four types of wars. And now we're actually getting into a military war. And this could actually be the military war. Remember that if... Hezbollah attack Israel from the north. The U.S. Has, has pretty much vowed, I mean, vowed might be a strong word, but pretty much confirmed that they will actually get involved in the war. And if they get involved in the war, you've now got an excuse for Russia to get involved in the war and China to get involved in the war. And then this can actually become a world war. Now, I'm not 
fear-mongering. I'm just saying that that could be one of the reasons why the gold price started to pump on Friday as the world comes to the realization that maybe, maybe, maybe this war can actually um, escalate. And if it does, I mean, if a war in the Middle East escalates and you've got the Arab countries on one side and you've got the US and the British and the, the traditional allies on the other side, I mean, I hate to say it, but we could get into some kind of world war. So let's keep our eyes open. And again, if we are in a, in, in, in a kind of world war, what we will see is we'll see something like we saw the other day. So first thing is all risk assets start to go down and then people start going into the safe havens like gold. Now we saw that if you look at the beginning of the conflict in Israel, gold started to pump. And as the conflict escalated, gold continued to pump. And then what you saw with Bitcoin is Bitcoin was actually being, being treated like a risk asset. Now, that's exactly what happened when, when we had the COVID pump uh, about a year or so, or, or two years ago. Let's really go to the COVID pump. You can see it pretty, pretty clearly because the first thing that people wanted to do over here was they wanted to, it wasn't 2023, it was 2021, 2021, 22. Here we go. What you can see, the first thing is that people try to dump all their, their, their risk assets and get into cash. And then they started to invest and they started to invest in gold first and then they went into Bitcoin. And that's exactly, uh, exactly the type of thing that we're seeing there. Look, from what I'm getting here in the newsroom, it looks like uh, could be a nasty lesson for Cointelegraph. It turns out that to be fake, can't, um, if, if uh, and Cointelegraph can't prove that they were misled into false reporting, then they're going to get a nasty lesson in anti-manipulation laws. Uh, that's coming from Adam Cochran. Um, you can see that's the value. That's the power of the news group. Everything, all our researchers are working here in, in, the, um, in the research group. Um, you can see they all, here we go, Eric Balcarunas on the news. Um, here we go. Let's just have a look here. I wonder if this is just the news from Friday that Reuters broke that the SEC was not going to appeal the Grayscale case. So the pump, the pump, the move was fake. I mean, I guess it did bring us to 28,000 and we're still above 28,000. So it just shows that when the news is actually real, this thing can actually pump. This thing, this thing actually will pump. Um, all right, let's carry on. In fact, before we carry on, I just want to remind you guys that at the end of the show today, I am dropping a link. This is where everything comes down to AT. This is where your success will be found within trading. This is a long race. It's an endurance race, not a sprint. You have to survive in order to be able to succeed. It was a big aha moment for me. So Kyle's Well School, in fact, the enrollment's open today. There is a tweet on my Twitter. Go to the tweet on my Twitter. Join this Telegram group live on the show. I'm going to drop the link into Telegram group. The first 500 people are actually going to get automatically accepted into, into, well, uh, into well School. Um, also, I want to talk to you about one or two other things before we get into the, some, some other big stories. We did take a few bets in the rugby this weekend. We won two. We lost two. So we won... We won the two bets. Let's quickly go to the bet history. So let me just quickly sign in and sign in. You, remember, I'm using my MetaMask. So I'm, I'm completely betting here using crypto. So let's look at the bet history. We lost two. We won South Africa against France. We won Fiji against England. We lost New Zealand against Ireland. And we lost Wales against Argentina. So we will, we will be taking some more bets this weekend. Um, 
lastly, for today, before we get into the big story of the day, um, Giddy, one of our sponsors, which is a great crypto wallet that doesn't actually need private keys to unlock it. They've really solved one of the big problems. They've got this thing called the Giddy Quest. Uh, have at least $50 in Giddy Farm Stake to automatically be placed in the league. No fees. You can withdraw at any time. Hold more crypto in your Giddy wallet to climb the ladder. Battle it out Monday to Friday each week. The amount that you gain you and, and you can win great prizes. Tap on your play icon. Go and check it out. Go and download the Giddy app. Um, it's an amazing, amazing, amazing wallet. I mean, really. And it, you don't need private keys. They find a way to, to get rid of private keys through sharding of the private keys. Anyway, let's talk about a few other things. So... First thing is, I want to talk about a crazy, crazy, crazy request that SBF has um, for the liquidators. Okay, so listen to this. SBF's lawyers have now come out and said that SBF needs, get this, you're not going to believe this. You're actually, actually, actually not going to believe this. Okay? So they say that SBF, on behalf of our client, Sam Bankman-Fried, we requestfully submit this letter in connection with the issues that we discussed with the court and government on Friday relating to Mr. Bankman-Fried's inability to take his prescribed medication during the trial day. As we noticed, Mr. Bankman-Fried has been doing his best to remain focused during the trial for the past weeks, despite not having his prescribed dose of Adderall during trial hours. However, as we approach the defense case, and the critical decision of whether Bankman-Fried will be able to testify, the defense has a growing concern that Mr. Bankman-Fried's lack of access to Adderall, he has not been able to concentrate at the level ordinarily that he ordinarily would, and that he will not be able to meaningfully participate in the presence of the defense case. Guys, this is not a joke. Sam Bankman-Fried says that he's not getting enough Adderall, and therefore he might not actually be able to, to testify. But this is not a joke. This is a real thing. The guy is completely addicted to Adderall. There's also other news in this case. We all thought that, or a lot of people thought, that SBF, that FTX's liquidators were going to dispose, dump all their assets into the market and destroy the market with all of these assets. Um, and what the liquidator did, to everyone's surprise, is they actually went and staked their Solana. You, you heard right. They staked $122 million worth of Solana, staked. Um, um, yeah. You, you know, I'm just thinking about this, black, this pump that we just had. This is just a small, small, small taste of what's going to happen when the actual ETF gets approved. And I think it's now, it's a matter of when and not if it's actually going to get approved. So it's like, it's almost like you have an unfair advantage. You buy the tokens now, you buy Bitcoin now, you hold on to your Bitcoin. Next thing, it's going to get approved at some point. And as soon as it does, we actually get this, this, this crazy, crazy, crazy pump. Alrighty, now for the big story of the day. Let's get to 1,600 likes, and I, which means we need another. Cointelegraph just said they were sim swapped. No, come on, you can do better than that. You can, huh? Yeah, it, it better be a joke. Oh my God. Oh my God. Uh, I mean, this is Kobe's thing. Oh goodness! Oh goodness! I mean, this is going to be this is going to be quite bad. This is going to be quite bad. What what happens here? Coin, oh my goodness! Look at this. Coin Telegraph edits tweet to say, SEC reportedly. Oh my! This is this is such a fruit salad. This is such a mess. This is such a fruit salad. All right. Um, I see you got forty one more forty one more likes, and then you know what I'm going to do. I'm going to go into Telegram group 
So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to open up the Telegram group here. And then after this, I'm going to talk to you about why this is my last show on Banter and where you guys can, if you guys, if you guys want, um, if you guys want uh, to watch more of my shows, I know there are some people who really like my content. Um, you guys, I'll tell you where you can find me. Uh, it's not going to be on Banter anymore You'll uh, in a second. All right, let me quickly just open the Telegram group. It's called the Well Room Waitlist. Okay, where is my telegram? Okay, here is my telegram. Here is the Well School waitlist over here. Let me just quickly share that with you guys so that you can see. Uh, hold on a second. Telegram. Where did I hide my telegram? I've got like a thousand screens open here. That's the problem. All right, here is the telegram group. It's called the Well School waitlist. Uh, I see that there's a lot more than there's a lot more. There's 1,811 members in the wait in the in the room. Uh, let me get the link to the. Um, okay, here we go. 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 I don't care. It's Telegram, bro. All right, here we go. Here is the school to whale to whale school to cows free whale school five four. The official, hold on, the, the, guys, please do not crash the service. Please do not crash the service. Official whale school sign up link. And go. There we go. Just dropped. There we go. Let me just pin that because I am a mod in this Telegram group. So hold on a second. Let's just quickly pin that group. Holy shit, it actually looks pretty cool. There it is. So if you want, go and sign up. You can sign up to, to Carl's Well School over here. There we go. There we go. All right, let's talk about the big story of the day, the one that we actually made a thumbnail. I don't know if it's going to be the thumbnail while you're watching the show, but it is the thumbnail that we have up on my fake TV over here. And it's true. This is going to be my last show on Banter for a long time. Um, it's been amazing. We've built an amazing community. I love you guys. I love every single one of you guys. I really want to thank you for all the, all the support that you guys have given me. And I think we've built an amazing community together. And because of our success, because of the great success that we've had with the community, and we've managed to attract a whole lot of amazing hosts who work alongside us, people like Miles and Hustle and Kyle and Sheldon and Dylan and a whole lot of others, we need, to, we need more places to actually broadcast our shows and as the leader of the business i'm going to take the plunge and i'm going to start broadcasting all my shows on our new channel which is called crypto banter plus and so basically it's going to be at the same time every single day you guys are going to be able to catch me on crypto banter plus there's going to be a lot of programming here on crypto banter plus you saw my i did a first show over the weekend here with this this uh, caroline ellison audio leaking so what I suggest you guys do is go now and subscribe to Crypto Banter Plus. I'll show you. We actually gave you guys an easy subscribe button. At the same time, every single day. Um, here we go. So you go to, where is the subscribe? Okay, so here we go. You see the subscribe button over here? That's the subscribe button. Click on it. It's a one-touch subscribe button. I see already there's 76,816 of you. Let's go. Let's subscribe. Remember, from tomorrow, if you want to watch my shows 
the only place to be able to watch my shows is actually on Banter Plus. I'm not going to be streaming uh, my live my live shows on Banter. I'm streaming my live shows on Banter Plus. What we've done is we've made this a one-touch subscribe. So basically, you, you click it once and automatically you subscribe. Um, yeah, tomorrow, same time, but we'll be on Banter Plus and not actually on Banter anymore. So good news is I'm not leaving Banter completely. It's just my last show on the Banter channel. We're going to be going into the Banter Plus channel. Um, listen, it's been an amazing show. I, I had fun with you guys. I mean, we started the show. We were wondering what this pump was going to be about. I, look at look at the people subscribing. Go, go, baby, go, baby, go. Yeah, baby, yeah, baby. Look at that. Look at that. Just look at the people subscribing. Let's see if we can get this thing up to seventy eight thousand subscribers today. Go, 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 go. Yes, 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 baby. You guys keep smashing that that one touch subscribe button. Uh, let's see if we've traced. We've completely traced back the entire pump. We, ha- we. I mean, I think we. We have to get over this 200-week moving average. It doesn't. It doesn't look good on us. It doesn't look good on us when we when we do when when shit like that happens. Um, wow. <clears throat> Say again. No, no, it's going to be much more than seventy-seven thousand. Josh, are you, are you joking? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Look at that. It's been. A, it wasn't a fun show today. Very different from our normal shows. We had an ETF approved. Then we had an ETF that wasn't approved. It's crazy, crazy, crazy show. Um, but here we are. We managed to dig it out. Racha on the Racha on the uh, the newsroom. The newsroom was absolutely amazing uh, for the guys on the newsroom. That was absolutely, absolutely amazing. Um, yeah, absolutely, absolutely amazing. So listen, guys, sending you much love. If you haven't subscribed to Kyle's Well School, <clears throat> there is a link below. There also is a link in the Telegram group. Um, it's going to be amazing. So listen, I'll see you guys again tomorrow. Remember that tomorrow we are not on this channel. And Wednesday, we're also not on this channel. And Thursday, we're also not on this channel. We may be back on this channel uh, soon. We're going to be on this channel, which is actually Banter Plus, which is the other channel. I see you guys are doing a fantastic job destroying, getting all the subs. Look at that. I'm telling you, we're going to be at 78,000 subscribers before you know it. Josh, it's going to be before you know it. It's going to be at 78,000 subscribers. Not today, but by tomorrow, we'll, by tomorrow, we'll be at 79,000 subscribers. Listen, what an amazing time to be with you guys. Uh, I'm glad we could bring you the news first and then bring you the news that it was fake news first. Uh, so you've got 1,861 likes. Now you take that to the bank. Take, out, take that 1,861 likes to the bank. I'll see you guys again tomorrow. Until then, trade well, my friends.